The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Today, we're continuing our series called The Latest and Greatest Small Business Tech. This is volume four, and this started because we got a question very early on in the podcast saying that um, from a small business owner who had seen Gene speak, and Gene had this whole PowerPoint chock full of tech and app recommendations, Mm. and the guy said, how do I, like, I don't have time to research this. Like, how do I stay on top of this? Mm. So Gene and I thought, why don't we devote one episode a month to just talking about the latest and greatest technology that small business owners can use. Yeah, I agree. And we can keep it like short and sweet because yeah. we'll hit on this once a month and um, we and we don't have to inundate you yeah. with a ton of different things yeah. or whatever. But I'd like to talk about um, what my clients are using, my smarter clients and what they're investing in and what they're doing. Let's keep track of this so we don't repeat ourselves. Yeah. As we go along. So this is our fourth episode doing this. And we've talked about project management Mm -hmm. apps. Yes. Previously, we've talked about social media. We talked about paid advertising. CRM, I'm sure we've talked about as well. We've talked about CRM. Oh, we did a whole episode on CRM. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So today, what are we going to talk about? Today, I would like to talk about Microsoft, Elizabeth. Okay. okay? And and I, the reason why I say that, first of all, let me also say, I mean, my company is a Microsoft partner, so I want full disclosure on this. I'm not trying to sell Microsoft products here. All, all I want to do is I see among my client base that more and more of them are standardizing on office technology, um, which has grown up a lot over the past few years. It seemed, you know, Microsoft Office 365, right? And and what I wanna what I wanna ask you if you're listening to this is um, look at Office 365 Business Edition. It is inexpensive. It's like like 20 bucks a month a user or something like that is not that it comes with so many applications that if you did nothing but subscribe to office 365 go on linkedin or upwork or guru or a microsoft's website and find a good local microsoft consultant be just an independent person and get some training on it because here's what office has office 365 now it's not it's changed so much it's of course it's got word and excel and all that a hugely popular application that Microsoft is investing heavily in is called Microsoft Teams. And that's a CRM? No. Microsoft Teams is a it's a Slack killer. What I mean by that is Slack is a communications application. Microsoft Teams does the same thing. And let me explain to you what it does. I thought Elizabeth. Microsoft bought Slack. No, Microsoft does okay. not own Slack at all. Microsoft Teams, though, is part of Office. So you get it. When you open up Office, you can set it to then your portal will be Microsoft Teams. And what you can do is you can create folders for projects, clients, customers, things going on, whatever you want folders in, you as a team can share documents within those folders, share spreadsheets, share uh, PDFs within those folders. Because Microsoft Teams integrates with Skype and includes Skype for communications, you make all phone calls right from your from your desktop over Skype and it records the calls and deposits those recordings of the calls into wow. your Teams folder as well. So you've got documentation of that. 
And then in addition to that, Microsoft Teams has the availability to schedule tasks and follow-ups kind of like a project manager as well. So it's a collaboration tool that allows everybody to communicate and chat with each other as well, just like Slack does. Would you recommend this for a business like yours that's mostly remote or a no. business that's... Any business where you've got you know more than two employees and you want to collaborate all together, um, Office 365 has, think about it, besides the teams for all the communications, your chats, your instant messaging, your phone calls, your documents and all that... There is um, there's something called the Outlook Business, the Outlook Customer Manager, which is it's part of Outlook, but it's a mini customer relationship management application. Okay. And by the way, it's all in part of Office 365. So as a team, you can build a database of your customers and prospects with Outlook as your interface, and you can be saving notes about them and scheduling follow-ups and you know logging in calls and tasks and whatnot. And everybody's sharing them like a little mini CRM system, which is just fantastic. Microsoft Office also has something called Bookings. Okay. And what Bookings is, is that if you're the kind of business that you, people need to make reservations. So, I don't know, say you're running a barbershop or say you're running a, you know, a, 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 oh, appointments. Appointments, appointments yeah. where people from the outside can make bookings in for your business, or you can just use it as an internal tool for booking conference rooms or booking equipment or booking services or things that your employees are making useful, you know, use of as well. And I'm just like, this is really scratching the surface of what yeah. Office does. So my biggest tech tip that we're telling our customers for, for and I would have given this tip a couple of years ago because I thought Office was really losing ground to Google, you know, yeah. Office app, which are also excellent, don't, you know, but Office is just, it's evolved and it's changed. And what it's building in next is something called bots. And what bots will do is that they will automate different processes for you. So whenever anybody adds something into your folder in Teams, there'll be an automatic bot that will then communicate and notify everybody that this folder, this thing has been added here, you know? Or if a customer calls in and you log in a task into Outlook Customer Manager, there's a bot then that goes off and, and automatically sends an email back to that customer saying, thank you hmm. for doing that. You can set up all that automation and it works all the way across across office. So you subscribe to it and you get training. You, I know it costs these guys, a, a Microsoft uh, consultant will cost, you know, 150 bucks an hour, 50 bucks an hour. It depends. So how many hours do you think it would take? Typical small business that has anywhere from five to 25 users on Microsoft office. Probably, you probably want to have a consultant coming out five to 10 hours a month. I think over a six month period of time, then you take a breather and then you bring them back for the same schedule in the next year because it's, or her, sorry, it's going to grow over time. And as it does grow over time, it is, uh, it just becomes more and more of a valuable tool. So get it. And then the final thing I can say with office 365, if you want to move up the scale to dynamics, which is, you know, Microsoft's CRM and sales tools and financial tools. They all fall under the umbrella of Office. Nice. They're all integrated with Office. So it's it should be just your main your main platform. And again, I don't want to say like, oh, it's Microsoft, Microsoft. But if you pick one platform, invest in some services and go with it, it can do a lot for your business. Great. It's funny because I remember like three or four years ago, we were writing articles about like, why pay for Microsoft when you can just use Google? I know. And now Microsoft Office is so affordable 
But not only is it affordable, but now they're providing so many applications that provide that value. And in my opinion, and maybe people from Google are going to start calling me calling complaining, but I'm I, sure they will. They probably will. But I, I think Microsoft Office has, has regained uh, their the lead in office collaboration systems. I think they're I think they're they're beating Google at this now. Now, what if you're a solopreneur? There's a lot of different free applications that are out there. If you're just solo, a lot of these things may or may not be important for you. Office itself has got, you know, you know, very free or scaled down versions that might be just suitable for you or Google Apps is good. One other one you want to look at if you're a solopreneur, um, I like Box, box.net. Okay. It's a collaboration tool for Office as well, and it's quite good for individuals. But I'll still go back to Microsoft and say even solopreneurs, Microsoft Office has got a ton of features that will benefit you. Just and Get you, some help. If you're a solopreneur, let's say you do want to do this and you're a solopreneur. Yes. So you go hire a Microsoft consultant. Yes. Then how many hours do you think you need them for? So like two uh, or three? Maybe? Yeah, it'll only be a few. But I think if you're a solopreneur, my advice to you is um, you bring in a Microsoft consultant for a half a day. Maybe break it out into two half days, a couple hours each time. And you say to that consultant, walk me through office soup to nuts. By the way, this advice is not just for solopreneurs. It's for any business. Okay. You say to the consultant, walk me through this thing. Show me every application in here and what it does. Give me the pros and the cons, the strengths and the weaknesses of everything that I own under office. Make notes and prioritize and say, great. I want to focus on these areas because okay. this will help my business. And let's ignore these areas because yeah. that's not of good use to me. Then you bring the consultant back to help you do that. Okay. And that's the consultant idea. should be able to tell you how much time that's going to take. I'm telling you, with a little bit of investment in some services, I think Office 365 is super powerful. Okay, great. We will be right back with Gene's Word of Brilliance after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, the Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers. Check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. We're back. Gene, take it away with your word or words of brilliance. You know, we're talking about technology, Elizabeth. So um, my word of brilliance is tech-related, and that word is laptop. Laptop, okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at you right now, and you've got a laptop in front of you, and, and that's important, and that's good. But I get questions all the time when people want to use technologies, like, is this compatible with uh, my Mac? Is this compatible with my Windows Isn't laptop? Now? Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, the laptop has become the device has become irrelevant. When when people ask me what laptop they should get, the first question that I ask is, well, not what laptop do you need is, but what how do you do your work? Tell me yeah. about how you do your work. Because there are a lot of people that are fine conducting their business over an iPhone. Or fine using an iPad or a tablet. There are some that need very low-level laptops. Some that can buy a, a Google Chromebook, which which yeah. gets online. It's like a hundred, two hundred bucks. Very I inexpensive. Have a Google Chromebook. I do everything, not at work, but like my personal life at I home. Do everything in Google Apps, so it's perfect. And can you unplug and take that phone? Like, do you? Will it save stuff on your yeah. laptop? Yeah. So it does. So it saves stuff locally. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not as robust as a full-blown laptop. 
but it saves. It was like $150. Yeah, it's Staples. it's like nothing nowadays. And laptops, some people are like, do I need you know this power? Do I need you know that power? For the typical business user, like you said, Google Chromebook or a low-level you know, regular Windows laptop or even, a, you know, right now, um, Apple has recently released their new iMac Pro. The price starts at $5,000 for that laptop. See, that's only for people who are doing video or photo Correct. editing and a lot of, like, you don't need that if you're you don't. not now, doing that. And yet, you know, I if you are, though, and then, by the way, the range, I think the range is from like five to like 15 grand for like an I, iMac Pro. That's insane. I, but I get it. If you're, if that's your business, if you're doing like oh, a yeah. lot of visual stuff and you need a lot of power and it's or whatever then that's the device but not that you for need like the average business owner uh, correct so nowadays that whole conversation about different power laptops is not necessarily not necessarily that important my advice to people um for business use is um you can buy laptops i buy used laptops i you know i i oftentimes don't buy them yeah, new i remember last time you were telling us about you met some guy in a dark alley i did okay wasn't it a dark alley i met the guy like in a strip mall in jersey and this was exactly a year ago i've had this laptop and it's been awesome it's a dell xps 13 and the guy broke up with his girlfriend and so and he still had her laptop so he wanted to get back at her so he went on craigslist and he sold it the the, the, the laptop itself it goes for like two grand and he sold it for like 700 bucks to me oh and he happened to be an IT guy. So he had wiped the entire thing clean and reinstalled windows. It's awesome. And so I went there and met him. I gave him 750 bucks in cash. That's all he took. And I uh, walked away with it. And it was, it was fantastic. I'm sure That's his girlfriend so is not pleased, but uh, you know, it, a low level, uh, the XPS 13 is not necessarily a low level. It's quite, yeah. quite good. Um, I give my laptops a two year life as well, Elizabeth. Like I buy them for two years really? and then okay. I replace them because to me to spend 300 or 400 a year, you know, if, you know, that means I can buy an $800 laptop every two years. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, devices are just not that, you know, are not as critical as they used to be. It depends on how you work. Um, and that's what you want to match the right device for I've you. I've had so. my iMac, my desktop iMac yeah. since January of 2000, eight years. I've had it since January of 2000. Now my kids, they're going to be, they've had their MacBooks since they went to college and they're, it, they're getting old and uh, they're going to buy um, Windows devices because they're just cheaper. Yeah. And, and I'm seeing that interesting enough with this generation of people coming up through in their twenties now, um, they're looking at price comparisons and they're realizing, you know, the Windows devices and the Apple device, they're really yeah. now, they're all copying off each other anyway. They're very, very similar. So I guess my takeaway, the word of the day is laptop. My takeaway is don't worry about it. Yeah. Everything's in the cloud. You want the device that matches how you work best. Don't worry about the make, the manufacturer, the size of it. It's how you work. Totally agree. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll be back in a couple days and we are going to have a special guest, our social media guru, Ryan Heisler. We're going to talk about... Ryan! Ryan's coming! <laughs> when is the right time to hire a social media pro to help your small business? Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.